You're listening to Racing Nation with James O'Shea. And joining me next on Racing Nation, it is the Dynamic Form Ratings Preview and Review presented to you by Dynamic Form. Serious punting, serious form, dynamicform.com.au. And joining me now from Dynamic Form, Jack Smallhorn, how are you? Good, thanks, James. How are you going? Yes, very, very well. Big day of racing last weekend. What did we take out of that meeting? Yeah, well, we looked at the Sir Rupert Clark Stakes last weekend and how those two favoured runners were first and second emergencies and how the race was probably going to completely change shape if they ended up not getting a run, which is exactly what happened, unfortunately. So um, not a heap to take away from this race. Probably the main story was Jamie Mott riding his first Group 1 winner, mm. uh, which was a good a nice story. He's a heavyweight jockey and done it a little bit tough, so that was a good story. Um, I am Superman. If I was going to take anything out of the race, he we've got him about a two to three length better horse on dry ground, so he ran a really good race there on on a heavy nine um, after that big storm hit halfway through the day. So if he can find a good track next start, um, he might be something to have a bet on. Maybe in a similar sort of that second tier Group One or a Group Two race if he can find one of them. Um, I suppose it, it is a hard meeting to assess, isn't it? Because, gee, that, that downpour absolutely played a, played a part yeah. in racing there as well, which added an extra layer of interest to the meeting. Yeah. I um I, I heard Jamie Carr say that she, during that three-year-old Guineas prelude, um, that there were hailstones hitting her in the face and she could barely see. So um, I think yeah, for that race in particular you just got to put the red pen through it and, and, and start again, give everything else a clean slate. Yep, yep. So what else did we take out of last week then? Yeah, the George Main. Uh, it lost a little bit of interest as well with Zaki coming out. Uh, obviously, he's going to be saved to run in the Underwood on Sunday, which looks a beauty. So we spoke about McDonald, how he might have a little bit of a decision to make there with um, with Animo, if he could... Does he go forward or does he ride it negatively? Well, with Darcy coming out, he sort of the decision was made for him, so he just strode along and, and sat outside the leader. Um, he put them away well, and he recorded a rating of 66 for that win, so that's pretty good going. He, he matched that. He ran a 66 when he won the Rose Hill Guineas uh, earlier this year by seven lengths, and he was only just a little bit off his Cox Plate second um, last year. So he's obviously right on track. Uh, for anything that he contested. Probably the little worry with him was he pulled up a, I think, three out of five lame. And mm. it's a, yeah, it's a, I don't know, it's a little bit how you go on there. But hopefully he comes through that okay. I wouldn't think they'd be, they would be risking him given how valuable he is. So we'll see how um, things pan out there. I was a little bit disappointed with Fangirl. She, um, she had a good run and I thought she might have finished off a little bit better, but she does now go third up to the Epsom uh, where she gets back to handicap conditions so maybe she can um, sort of bounce back there. She will meet Ice Bath though there who's just run an outstanding race there on Saturday behind Animo and obviously drops back um, down in weight with the handicap mm. conditions of the Epsom so she probably looks the one to beat in the Epsom now, Ice Bath. Uh, the shorts, it was um, it was a beauty. I tried, I tried very hard last week to get Nature's trick feet and, and everything I sort of want wanted to happen happened but um he he got crossed by eduardo and then overpass came outside him and um he just ended up taking that trail from the from the gate but he relaxed well and as soon as he got that gap he just accelerated and proved too good um 
he's really run a good race there on the ratings. He's run a 68 and a half, and that's just about as good as they go for sort of a comparison. Winks, when she was doing all her great things, she was running sort of low 70s for her wins in the Cox Plates and Queen. Yeah, wow. So 68 and a half, that's a pretty, pretty impressive figure. And first up, you think, like, you'd think he's only got to improve come the Everest time. Yeah, I'm struggling to see how they're going to beat him there. Um, of the others, I think Ed, Eduardo, maybe that first up run just took a bit out of him. He got the lead very easily there on Saturday, and I thought he was entitled to fight on a bit better, but maybe that first up win took a bit out of him. Boston running was huge. Mars Crusader was great from the back. Um, I wouldn't give up on Marzu. I think the Snowdens are sort of grand final trainers, so... I think they're going to have him spot on for the Everest. I wouldn't be giving up there, but obviously they've they've got their work cut out, turning the tables on Nature's Trip. Um, and just one more from that race. Um, for the Kosciuszko and Sol, it was a huge run. It came from last and really motored to the line. So if it, there's only one more slot left in the Kosciuszko, and it doesn't have a slot yet. So if it can grab that slot, um, I think it's about $11 in the market at the moment. So it'll be a red-hot chance if it can uh, work its way into the race. Okay, so that's uh, a look at last week's racing, and yeah, it was a terrific day of racing, and like we say, we just sort of keep rolling on with these terrific meetings. Again, it is a case this weekend. It's the Golden Rose. You know, this is a race that's, well, it's it's proven to be a uh, a wonderful breeding ground for great horses. Good horses win Golden Roses. There's a reason it was elevated to Group 1 status, and look, we, we have another... Pretty interesting bunch, I'd say, going around again this Saturday. What's your breakdown? What do the ratings tell us about the Golden Rose? Not only the history of it, I suppose, but uh, but the crop that we have going around this year. Yeah, it's interesting. It's a it's a fascinating race this year because, as you said, you think Golden Rose and you think those star colts that have won it, like um, Exosphere and um, oh, there's been a stack who've won it over the years. Hallowed uh, Crown won it a couple of years ago. I've gone to stud. But um, this year, and with this age group, it's sort of been the Phillies who have dominated this age group, and that's where the ratings have landed here. They've got nothing between In Secret and Fireburn. Um, on our markets, they're both $3 equal favourites. So at the odds, Fireburn's a $9 chance, and In Secret's that $3 chance. I think you've probably got to be with her. Her first up run was, um, was more than acceptable, I thought. Uh, she got back and... Race probably wasn't run to suit, but she found the line really well. Uh, fitter now, she's stepping up to 1,400, which is going to suit her. And we're, I think we're going to get a bit of rain. I'm just I'm in Sydney at the moment, and it's it's sunny, but they're saying that we're going to get a big downpour this afternoon and, and into tomorrow. So if we do get into that heavy rain, she loves wet tracks. So at $9, I think she's probably the way to go. It's been interesting during the week. I've heard a lot of commentary around the um, Phillies in this race, so they don't have a great record. Um, but I went back and had a look, and I mean, no Phillies won this race since forensics in 2007, but there's been a few over the last, you know, five or six years that have run well. Speak Fondly ran second in 2015. Ome Sword ran second in 2016. Champagne Cuddles ran second in 2017. So, I mean, they weren't Golden Slippers winners either. So, she, I think Fireburn, yeah, she... She can break that sort of that hoodoo of the Phillies, and um, I think she can run a big race at nine dollars. Okay, so Fireburn, yeah, it was fantastic in the Golden Slipper, of course, last year, and, and yeah, so uh, comes back now looking to to win the Golden Rose. All right, so that's your thoughts there on the big one, the Golden Rose. 
we turn our attention to Toowoomba and uh, Toowoomba hosts its big standalone Saturday meeting and plenty of fanfare during the week with barrier draws and Calcutta's and uh, golf days and you name it, a yeah. with the stars, it's all... It's all been happening. I threw a few yeah. off as well. I think you texted me and said, where's the barrier draw? So yeah, well, yeah, a couple of the guys in the office were trying to get stuck into the form and they thought, what's going on? I said, oh, I know the bloke to contact you, don't worry. And sure enough, two minutes later, I had the answer. So, um, no, it's good that you do that sort of stuff because you've got to pump up those local races and, you know, give them a bit of um, a bit of feeling. And um, so, no, it's good. I mean... Again, some of the big barrier draws get a little bit over the top, don't they, with <laughs> numbers on opera houses and harbour yeah. bridges and stuff like that. So it was none of that, I can assure you. <laughs> no, no, okay. But, um, no, no, it, um, it was all good. So, yeah, I thought we would um, focus on those two races this week. Um, they, as I was saying to you earlier, they, they, they look like really good betting races. Um, we'll attack the Wheatwood first. Yeah. Um, the ratings are very, very keen on one here. Uh, called Flying Crazy. Um, it sort of looks like the up-and-coming horse in the race. A few of these here have found their level and they're just sort of that, you know, open-class Brisbane sort of sprinter where this this horse, I think, can probably graduate to Group 2, maybe maybe knock off a, a weak Group 1 eventually. Um, he ran a 56.5 when winning the Luscan Star at Scone um, in May, I think that was. So if he can run anywhere near that, from that figure, um, he's drawn perfectly. He's got Brad Stewart engaged, and I noticed Brad Stewart just looking back at how database rides at 26% at Toowoomba. So I think you'll be able to tell me a little bit more, but Toowoomba's one of those tracks, just looking from afar, that you sort of, it can be a little bit tricky and it's sort of a horse yeah. track. Is that yeah, fair enough? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely it is. Many a good horse has been brought undone, but at the same yeah. time, many a good horse has, of course, come here and won it. For example, Desley Forster's horse, Apache Chase, resumed here last year, went on to win a Group 1. So, yeah, yeah so it, it can be, it definitely can be a horses for courses kind of track, but um, I, I tell you, as a visiting jockey, Brad Stewart's one that knows it very well and rides it very well, yeah, as your yeah. stats suggested. Yeah, yeah, so I thought that was interesting. But it's interesting you bring up um, Apache Chase too because I think Flying Crazy sort of has that sort of profile where he's a, a bit of an up-and-comer and he can go to a level you know, above this where a few of these are probably just batting around doing their best, good, hard, old, tough sprinters. So, um, yeah, I thought he was the way to go in the Wheatwood. Um, I think the $5 is a pretty good price, to be honest. So let's hope that... Um, we can find the winner there and then load up in the cup. Right, so very keen, flying crazy. So the ratings are a very clear cut by the sounds of things towards flying crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, as I say, I've actually also um, just noticed that a lot of horses that have won this race in the last couple of years, they've been at the start of their preparation and um, flying crazy fits that mould as well. So plenty of ticks there for him, so we've just got to go and get the job done now. All right, well, that's up to Brad Stewart on Saturday. <laughs> flying crazy, we can be on... I'm pretty keen in the out center Toowoomba Wheatwood. Well, what about the Cup Race 7? Yeah, I'm curious on your thoughts here because being respectful here, it does fall away in regards to probably top liners outside a few here, but the intriguing part is, is what you mentioned before. Can be a horses for courses kind of track, and there's a lot of horses in this race that are trained here at Clifford Park. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have landed on one. He's had a little bit of success there um, in the past. Called uh, Honourable Spirit, who ran second in the race last year. Um, he's, yeah, I think, 
in an open sort of race, he sort of picks himself a little bit. He was really good in the Gold Coast Cup last start, won that race easily. Um, he's going to make his, his own luck on the speed. Um, and as I said, he's, he's got around the, the place well before and proven he can do it. So with a, with a second last year. So he, he's sort of the obvious pick, um, on ratings. Um, and yeah, given his racing pattern where he just rolls forward and keeps himself out of trouble, I think you sort of got to start there. Um, with honorable spirit, I will just make mention of Welsh legend. The two runs this time in have been a little bit so so, but, uh, our figures have got her a three length better horse third up and Waller has won two of the last three to win the mm. cup so yeah um, he he knows how to target a race that's for sure the the query probably is that um, only one mare's won this race in the last 20 years so I don't know how yeah right have attacked it um, but yeah I do you know who that was out of curiosity not to put you on the spot uh, I think it was called Hummer in oh yeah does that okay. ring a bell yep. oh yep. no sorry yep. Robert no, yeah, uh, was it Hummer or Hang On? There were two there. Did Hang On win the cup as well? Uh, that's just putting you on the spot. <laughs> 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 I've been that many horse Hummer names was, over the last couple yeah. of days. <laughs> Hummer was trained by... I think it might have Robert been Fielding Hummer. Yeah. Um, no, from memory, yeah, because Starpy Katsudis, as you know, won... Uh, well, he won a lot of races in Toowoomba, but so um, you have... Well, just I can tell you some of the history of it when you look at yeah Hummer won it for for Robert Heathcote back in 2011. Yeah, um, after we, that I think it was. Okay, we had Masashi and Miko won it for Johnny Wallace and Brad Wallace. Bang on, that's what it was. Bang on, it was. Sorry, yes. Yeah. How, how could I forget? On. I know that yeah. very well. That horse. Bang on, Tony Gollan, Sky Bogan, Hoover. I, I, yeah, I should <laughs> probably yeah. I should know that. I managed the jockey when she won it, so I should know that. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, impressive. so there you go. So, so yeah, Mayor, so he was. She was the yeah, only right. mare for the last 20 years to um, to win the race. So, I, yeah, I didn't have a, a deep, deep, deep look into how many mares contested the race or anything, but I still thought that was a bit of an interesting stat. Um, so, yeah, she... I mean, she's got the credentials to win this for sure, right Right trainer. Um, as I say, she's got that third-up record. Uh, and at $13, she's probably worth a, a little play there to, to save on the, um, on the favourite. All right, so that's what we can do there. In the cup, so uh, leaning towards honourable spirit, but we can also have a little bit on uh, Welsh legend from Chris Wallace stable. Like you mentioned, he's won the last two. All was, I was actually surprised he only had one runner engaged in it. Actually, all would won it uh, back yeah. 2020. The Lord Mayor won it in 2019. Yeah. So, yeah, no, he's he's had a uh, well, he has a good record in a lot of these staying races in Queensland, as we do know. So, Pornishay yeah. won, won this race one year for Gay Waterhouse, went on to win a Doomben Cup. Yeah, an imported horse, I think. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So Gay brought one up here one year, Pornishay, which 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 won it as well. And I'll tell you the other very interesting stat about the Wheatwood, and uh, we'll see if he can break his duck. Tony Gollan, who's won nine premierships in a row, formerly from Toowoomba, of course, started yep. his training career here. He's never won a Wheatwood. Oh, really? Oh, never okay. won a Wheatwood. So he's been trying for a long time. He's never won a Wheatwood. And this That's year again, he, yeah, I know. He, it's, he's gonna, he, it's gonna, he, he will break the duck at some stage. Yeah. There's no yeah. doubt about that. Whether it's this year or not, this year he has Garibaldi engaged, F Troop, Mass Destruction. So it's not okay. by well, uh, lack inter- of trying. Interestingly, interestingly, um, F Troop and Garibaldi are on the third and fourth line of the ratings. So. 
they're they're obviously um, well fancied as well. So it, it wouldn't surprise if this year's his year. But he's won everything else up there. I don't, I don't Absolutely. Know if that surprises me. Mm, he's won. Yeah, he's won everything else, and he's won Toowoomba Cups. He's won the Guineas up here. He's won yeah. our uh, two-year-old feature race. He's yeah. He's won all of the features. He hasn't won, but every Toowoomba trainer wants to win the yeah. Wheatwood. So Tony, we'll be hoping he has a good night. Of course, at Mooney Valley Friday night, first of all, and then comes to Toowoomba to 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 finally win his hometown. Now, sprint yeah. or former hometown sprint, should I say? So, well, as you say, it's, it's going to be a matter of if, um, um, uh, sorry, when, not if. Uh, yeah, absolutely. With Tony going there, but yeah, okay, that's a, that's an interesting stuff for sure. Mm, so, but anyway, all will uh, will unfold out there on Saturday at Clifford Park. So, very much looking forward to that. So, if you want the edge with punting, dynamic form is the way to go about it. So, Jack, tell us a bit about how uh, we can sign up, how we can find out what dynamic form is all about. Yeah, your best bet's just to head to dynamic form, uh, www, sorry, dynamicform.com.au. Um, there's an introductory video there which can take you through the site and all of its features. Um, plenty of information there to, to stick your teeth into. Obviously, as you just touched on, a huge, huge weekend of racing with group ones on Friday night, Saturday, and, and then Sunday as well. So, um, yeah, if you're ever going to get involved, now's the time to do it. So jump onto the website, have a look around, and um, if you have any questions, feel free to get in touch and give us a yell. Yep, so dynamicform.com.au is the website. And actually, lastly, and not and most, should I say, and most importantly, I know, of course, you're a avid rugby league fan and expert. Who, When we talk next week, who will be playing in the grand final? Uh, I think Penrith Parramatta. I think uh, there'll be a rematch of that round, um, that week one final. Um, and speaking from my pocket, I hope Parramatta win of, of, of back Parramatta. But... Um, yeah, Penrith are obviously going to be really hard to beat, but I've just got a feeling that it might be Parramatta's year this, uh, this year. With um, oh, yeah, break the so break the nineteen eighty six. Yeah, and I mean, if they're this is their sort of last chance for a while, I think, with a couple of players moving on next year. So um, yeah, I mean, it happened last year in the AFL with Melbourne. So why can't it happen this year with Parramatta? So it might be Parramatta's year. Yep, now or never. Great time of the year, as we say. It's a wonderful time with racing, of course, for the Aussie Rules Grand Final this weekend. So that'll be a massive yep. one down there in Melbourne and uh, shoehorned yeah. around a couple of big race meetings as well. And then Golden Rose in Sydney and, as we mentioned, Wheatwood Cup, Guineas and Pato Shea Plate from Toowoomba. So, uh, yeah, it looks to be a huge day of racing and a great weekend ahead of us. Jack, as always, thank you for joining us on the program and we look forward to speaking to you next week. No worries, James. Have a good one. Enjoy the weekend. Dynamic Form, Australia's most in-depth form guide powered by Dynamic Odds. Every runner, every meeting across Australia, New Zealand, Hong Kong, Singapore and other international jurisdictions. Personalise the form to suit you. Predictive rating for every runner. A comprehensive horse search database, speed maps, black books so you never miss a future winner. Dynamic Form and Dynamic Odds, the best combination in racing. Log on to www.dynamicform.com.au for a free meeting today.